welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. So scaling up, where do we start? The things to consider. So there's a lot to consider when you're scaling up. Now, you might want to grab a pen and paper, actually, because I'm going to cover a lot here in terms of things for you to consider and then ultimately what are the options available to you. So if you have decided you do want to scale up, you want to take your business to the next level, it's all about growth. This is the next set of considerations that you I would recommend go through and you could do this individually you could do it with your leadership team you could do it with your your teams um, or with your life partner actually because very often we're in business with our life partner and even if we're not you know our personal life is very much intermingled with our work life often so there are endless options as to how you can scale up So the questions that I'm going to run through with you now, which I encourage you to just work through and and get some sense for how you feel about them, is the starting point of the process. Okay, so question number one, how big do you want the business to be? You know, are you trying to build a global multi-billion pound business or are you actually just trying to maybe go from six figures to seven figures in terms of your turnover or your profit indeed? How fast do you want to move? Is there um, a strategic kind of imperative that means you need to move fast? Maybe there's an opportunity that's come up that actually you have a choice whether to grab it or let it go. So how fast do you want to move with this? Thirdly, what are the external factors that could affect you? You know, is there things happening in the economy in the UK or wherever you're based or globally that could impact your business either positively or negatively? Are there things that your competitors are up to that actually could impact you? So what are the external factors that could affect you on your growth journey? Are you trying to steal market share from a competitor by aggressively targeting them in the way to grow. Number five, will you scale up with the same product and service that you're offering, but maybe in a different location or in a new market? And what are your options to diversify your product and your service offering? Because there's loads of different ways that you can scale up here. So you can see some of these questions, they're quite thought provoking, but I would encourage you as business leaders, that no matter how large or small your business is, these are really important questions to go through and get some clarity on. Okay. Point number seven, what level of investment and finance might you need to grow? 
nine times out of ten you're gonna need some funding of some shape or form even if that is just uh, an extended overdraft facility that you can use to scale up but scaling up normally does involve some level of investment so what investment and finance might you need and then ultimately where are you gonna where are you gonna get that finance from actually how are you gonna fund your growth is it through retained earnings and profit that's already in the business is it that you need to go out and find a joint venture partner or an investor to come in and and actually provide some capital that way then what are the additional resources that you need in your business to take you to the next level now resources that could be skills capability it could be people it could be machinery it could be a whole manner of things that you need but what resources do you need to scale up and then number, number nine, do you have the skills, knowledge and experience on your existing team already? Or have you got some gaps that maybe you need to fill? You need to bring more talent into the business potentially, um, you know, because it's important that, you know, when we look at our teams, what has got us to one certain level may not get us to the next level of growth and that's okay but being clear on that where are the gaps and where might you need to either bring new talent in or indeed invest in the development of your people so that they're able to step up and grow as well both in their careers but also delivering for the business what returns are you hoping to achieve you know, we've got to know our numbers. We've got to know what we're trying to do, you know. And, you know, even if you're in a non-for-profit, you have, you know, key performance indicators, things that you're trying to achieve. So, you know, what, what are the returns you're hoping to achieve by scaling up? Point number 11, what's your exit plan? Are you scaling up to, to, to hold and keep the business or are you scaling up to sell? Because depending on the answer to that question will often dictate how you set things up in terms of the legal entity structure, in terms of the team, in terms of your role in the business and in terms of maybe the investors that you get into the business at this stage, potentially they could actually take over the business in the future. So, so many different questions here. But Thinking about your end game and then working backwards is often a really good way to get super clear on this stuff. And then the last point, which often isn't touched on, actually, but I think is absolutely critical is, you know, how does all of this fit into your life plan and the bigger vision and purpose that you've got for yourself and your family? Because so often we're, we're focused on the business and what's right for the business and how we're going to grow it, etc. But then we don't necessarily connect that with what we genuinely want for our broader life and our family. You know, so it's important to connect those two parts, I would say, whether you're running a large, you know, global business for in the corporate world, or if you're a solopreneur running your business from your dining room table, it, it still has the same principles. How does it fit into your overall life and what you want to achieve ultimately? So, you know, there's some really big questions in here, uh, but getting clear at this early stage of the process is going to stand you in good stead for the future. You know, it'll save a lot of time, energy, heartache along the way if you have some of this in mind so that you actually have already considered this up front. So, you know, what I would recommend when you're doing this is give yourself some headspace, you know, remove yourself from maybe your normal environment where you work, get yourself out, 
into a quiet space where you've not got distractions and just really, you know, ask yourself those challenging questions because I can guarantee you when you do and you get some clarity on that, you will be much more capable of moving forward in an efficient way with that absolute focus and determination of what you're trying to achieve. So, um, and when you get to this point as well, it's important, I think, to also discuss it with your with your partner. You know, whether it's a life partner or a business partner, um, because you've got to be aligned with this stuff. When you're going through growth, it's not easy. Uh, there are, you know, the whole the whole phrase of growing pains is absolutely true. You know, it is painful to grow. It's not without risk. Of course, the returns can be there. And I love growing businesses. I love scaling up. You know, I, I, I that's my thing. So I'm massively positive about all of this, but it isn't for everyone. So to get clear on this early doors is absolutely um, really key. And it's going to save you a lot of time, energy, emotion later. So I hope that's given you some food for thought on the things to consider. Now, how do you scale up then? Well, essentially, there are two ways, two broad ways to scale your business. And but then within each of them, there's multiple options available. So the two ways that you can scale your business is either organically or inorganically. So organic growth basically means scaling up your business with the existing kind of operation that you have, if you like. Um, you might be adding extra resources, expertise, products, etc. But fundamentally, you're kind of taking your business as it is and growing that using various different strategies. Inorganic growth, however, is really about growing your business through mergers, acquisitions or joint ventures. So it's a very different animal. It involves, you know, taking another business and joining it with yours and therefore from there actually getting the growth. Now, there are pros and cons of both options. <laughs> and uh, having done a lot of mergers and acquisitions myself over the years, as well as growing businesses organically, one size does not fit all. Um, so this is why it's really important to, to think about what's going to be right for you. What's your appetite for risk? We talked about level of investment required, your time frame. You know, sometimes if you want to move very, very fast, inorganic expansion can be can be faster because essentially you buy a business and you automatically have got that, you know, the, the, the numbers and the scale that gives you. But then you have another set of challenges around how do you integrate, you know, what have you actually bought, um, etc. So, you know, and and probably a bigger investment up front, but it can often get you there faster. Inorganic growth might take you longer. It's possibly less risky in certain situations. Um, you know, so there is no no perfect answer to this. It's very unique to your business, your situation. So I'm just going to run through a couple of ideas, really, in terms of organic growth, just to give you a sense of, um, you know, the options available to you. So it could be that you introduce new product range, for example. It might be that you do some commercial partnerships. Uh, it could be that you expand geographically. So if you're based in a certain part of the, the country where you are, do you actually move into a new region to expand? That could be possible. It could be that you want to go into new markets. 
you know, expand internationally. When I was at TUI as the MD of the emerging markets, you know, the big focus for us was around international growth, you know, so, so that, that was in China, in India, in Brazil, in Russia and Ukraine, which is obviously very difficult now seeing the situation happening over there. But, you know, new markets, um, again, is a way to grow. New target customers. If your current products and service offering is targeting a specific type of customer, maybe you're maybe you're focused on you know a younger segment. Maybe you're focused on empty nesters. Maybe you're focused on you know the sort of the the grey pounders, so to speak. You know, so are there target customers that maybe you could tap into in a different way than your current customer profile? Um, and other new commercial deals and partnerships that you could do. So organically, there's there's almost an endless list, to be honest, of ways that you can scale up. But those are just some of the options. So inorganic growth, then, as I say, you know, the main options here are you could acquire a competitor or a business in another segment that you feel is complementary. It doesn't have to be a competitor as such. It could be that you want to actually take more of a portfolio approach but acquiring another business. The other option is merging. So do you bring, do you join forces and take your business plus another business, merge them together and have a new shareholding structure so that the combination of those two businesses is bigger than the separate, you know, the separate parts. Or you could set up a joint venture. So there's lots and lots of different ways. Um, and, you know, what I would say is I'm not going to go into all of the legal side, the, the tax structuring, the different details of actually buying and selling businesses here because we haven't got enough time. I can cover that in future in future sessions. But, you know, as I say, there is no right or wrong way. If you're a smaller business, um, you know, maybe you want to start with organic growth, first of all, and then consider possibly inorganic with mergers and acquisitions after that. So there is an endless array of options available to you. But what I want to just do now very quickly is to give you um, just a very simple methodology and tool as to how you can evaluate your options. So let's say you've done all of that thinking, you're confident you want to scale up and you said, okay, what are my options? My options are A, B, C, D, whatever they may be. And, And you've kind of got clear on that. What you can then do, and I would recommend, you know, you can do this on your own in the team, but you get a whiteboard and you actually literally jot down those options that you've identified, maybe four or five of those, and you set yourself a list of criteria that you're going to measure them against. So those criteria could be scale, it could be risk, it could be complexity, maybe it's investment level speed to market. Those are just some examples. And essentially what you then do, you go through each of those different options for growth that you've identified and you score them against those criteria. So this is just an indicative score. You doesn't have to be a huge amount of science behind this, although of course you can do that as well. Uh, but essentially you score a, a score of one for being the least attractive or a score of five for being the most attractive. So it's super simple. And then literally you add up the score, work out what the average is, and then that is gonna allow you to see the wood for the trees and decide which option you're actually gonna go for. So as I say, it's super, super, super simple. Um, but if you are a business leader or you're an entrepreneur or maybe you're a solopreneur and thinking about where do you go to the next level, 
the principles of everything I have gone through now equally apply. So, you know, my recommendation to you is if you're thinking about scaling up, you know, don't hesitate. You might be saying to yourself, oh, well, you know, I don't have the time to do all of this stuff. But the reality is if you don't find the time now, you'll actually lose time later and you'll make mistakes and it could be quite costly. So, you know, there's no time like the present. If you are thinking about scaling up, absolutely get onto this and really give yourself that thinking time, that preparation time before you launch in. It will save you a lot of heartache. It will save you a lot of cost and um, and time as well if you put this up front now. So yeah, no time like the present people. If you want to be brave and bold in order to be brilliant with your business and scale up to the next level, then, you know, absolutely just take the things I've gone through with you today and, you know, apply that because there are no limits, actually. Um, the limits often are in our own minds. So, you know, are you in the mindset for growth? And that's also another whole topic which I won't go through today. But, um, you know, I help businesses scale and grow. You know, I work intensely with corporate CEOs, with entrepreneurs, with business leaders that want to take their career and their business to the next level. You know, and I've got a passion, a passion for it. So, you know, if any of this is resonating with you and you'd like to, you know, ask me any questions or anything like that, you're more than welcome to do that. Please do reach out. I'm here to help. And of course, you know, if I can help you, you know, in your business, then I would be more than happy to have a proper conversation with you. So, you know, I hope you found it useful. And, you know, just remember there aren't no there are no limits. Just be brave and bold and be brilliant through the process and you will get everything that you absolutely deserve in life, in your business and with your relationships. So take care, everyone. Have an amazing day and I'll see you all very, very soon. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.